Good morning, it's Debbie Adams and you're listening to Under the Hood. And today I have a guest, Ashley Butler from the Ultimate Party and Rental Store. Glad to have you here, Ashley. I'm so glad to be here. Hey, so we're just going to have a little chat and I thought we'd start with you telling Telling our listeners how it was that you ended up in business. I know you have a family business, but I don't really know your backstory. So, so basically, I came out of high school, didn't really know what I wanted to do. I uh, knew I loved weddings, and I got an online um, course through um, IWEP. Basically, um, I'm allowed to do event planning all across the world. Um, so I got that um, resignation, and then I went to college, business college, did two years at NSCC. Uh, realized I loved sales and marketing, that aspect of business. Uh, the math, finance, not my thing at all. And then at the same time, uh, my parents owned the Great Canadian Dollar Stores. We had one here in Sackville, one here in Dartmouth. And the same time, the dollar stores were starting to bring in items that were plus one dollar. And they were taking the items we had, making them cheaper and selling them cheaper. So it was putting us out of business. And we also realized at the same time that our party supply and rentals, we just had like a bubble machine, a fog machine, were taking over. Like people were looking for rentals, people were looking for party supplies. So we're like, okay, well this is the perfect time to end this business and start an actual business that people are looking for. And that's when we opened up our store when I graduated college. And it took right off. The party supply, we had our first customer within like half an hour and we took off with the rentals we now i would say majority of our business is rentals so chairs tables linens that sort of thing and then we sell balloons and we've kind of went from weddings to just all covering all events and we're coming up to our six years in business in this may which is pretty cool and it's just it's a passion that my mom and I have which is like events decorating mm -hmm. um, rentals that sort of thing we just enjoy the like I guess the environment that is instead of sitting behind a desk or working for somebody else like I worked for a company for a month and I was like I can't do this I need to be in control I like to know what I'm doing I like to know that I have a handle on how I'm working and doing my own hours that sort of thing right right yeah. so um, just backing up a little bit yeah. to you guys own and um I guess that's like a novelty supply kind yeah, of place, right? Basically. Did you work in that store I when did. you were a kid? Yeah. Uh, or younger adult, I should say. <laughs> and um, did you know you were going to go in business? Or did you just want to run away from No, I, I remember being like super young and my mom, she has a separate company as well and she opened that in 1998. And I remember sitting in our home office with my own little desk, my own little fake phone, like when I was really, really tiny and like just liking the whole business aspect, like creating things and putting them and selling them and bringing in product and it wasn't so much what she was doing because she has a cleaning company but I knew business and running my own store of some sort was something I was going to do for right, sure. Right. Yeah. And so you mentioned about uh, the bookkeeping part is not really your thing. Mm -hmm. If you've ever read E-Myth mm -hmm. you'll know that he says there's three hats. There's the books, there's the the technical part which would, for you would be setting up the room and, yeah. and organizing <laughs> all that and then there's the sales yeah you you very clearly love the technical piece of your business definitely what's been your biggest challenge um biggest challenge for me would be the uh, accounting uh biggest challenge for the business is labor costs right now it's 
we need a lot of people to do a lot of things, but it's also hard because we've got the minimum wage increasing every year. And I'd like to, I like to pay my employees when they've been there long enough, higher than minimum wage, but at the same time, it's just, we have to have someone in the store all the time. And just, it, and I've talked to a lot of small businesses and it's a, an issue we're all having because I understand why we have um, increases in the minimum wage and my employees deserve that. But at the same time, it's hard when you've got a lot of other costs and um, rent being raised and you're kind of fighting a constant battle. So mm-hmm. you're trying to find that like break even slash mellow point where everything kind of fluctuates and you, you've got myself in there like not taking a paycheck some days just so that way we can stay afloat. It's, yeah, it's yeah, difficult. Yeah. 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 I like uh, Well, we're going to talk about a minimum wage thing just for a few minutes. So okay. I have one, I had one employee Yeah. and I had a self-imposed $15 minimum because mm-hmm. I feel my education and background is in political science. I understand. Yep. I know what you can do with 15 bucks an hour and I yep. lived in poverty for a very long time. Right. So I did that. I have one employee, but I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I, you know, in those first years when I wasn't taking anything, mm-hmm. my employee got paid, yeah. you know, and that was important. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing that same kind of heart mm-hmm. from you. That you get that yeah. 15 bucks an hour is shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you, I, when I hear people that like work um, jobs with tips, it's a little different because they have almost this, like extra little income that's coming. Whereas when you have people just working a minimum wage job, there's almost no motivation there. Right. And that's another thing I'm finding. Like I just turned 25 and I hire some young people out of school and stuff. And it's like a 50, 50 chance where they're going to be motivated or they're not going to be. And that's another thing is I don't want to be paying someone more that's not motivated. And I, but I do want to pay people that are motivated, like that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, somebody said to me once, like pay your really good employees more than they're worth. Mm-hmm. And it'll work twice as hard for you. Yeah. The employee that I have often tells me that I'm overpaying her because my competition pays two fifty less oh, than I do. Because she uh, honestly delivers yeah. way more than what I'm paying. Yeah, her. I feel like I should pay her. And more. you, and as like a gifting person, I want to pay my employees that yeah. high amount because they're doing such a great job. And so to reward them, like we'll do like monthly things where um, if I notice one of my employees do a really good job in a window or something, I'll put them on an, our ultimate star board and then um, at the end of the month we'll draw a name and look at a gift, gift certificate or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This month my assistant manager and I have both obviously been there for six years, so I'm going to take her out to dinner for our five year type of thing. Um, so there's little things like that and I want to always like... I'm always like learning new things and I always want to implement them and like refresh things because I know I would not like a job that's the same thing all the time. I would want something that's changing and I think that's what the girls that work for me enjoy and they, I hope they enjoy their work, which they Mm -hmm. usually do say that they they do, but it's it's hard sometimes trying to give them everything and you sometimes can't afford that, which, Mm -hmm. which sucks. I hear you. There are other ways to reward people yeah. and, let them, and let them know they're appreciated. I worked for a guy one time and I was doing 
uh, it was in the construction industry. I was doing a little bit of safety, a little bit. Of, I was odd job, the mm-hmm. odd jobs gal, a mm-hmm. little bit of driving around, delivering supplies. Mm-hmm. And he gave me uh, dinner for two out to a really fancy restaurant one time. Right. Sometimes that can put a burden on people who don't have a lot of money because we needed a sitter. Mm-hmm. I had to get there. It was That's like true. a gift that wasn't a gift. Like right. it was a gift that I'd never be able to go to. <laughs> but he gave me that, and yeah. he gave me sitter. He sent his daughter. It was That's in his card. He sent his daughter, and I was like, he knew that like I'd never be able to manage all right. of that too, because he was creating an expense True. for me that I couldn't really afford. True. So just acknowledging that he knew that I struggled with that yeah. uh, meant like so much to me. I didn't mind that he was like not paying me as well. Interesting. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, so you're a millennial. I'm glad mm-hmm. that you mentioned how old you were. Mm-hmm. She said 25, I'm 55, so we're 30 years apart, but we're the same amount of time in business, kind of, six, right. seven years. Yeah. I want to know what the difference is between you, between the way you market and the way I market, and the way you sell and the way, you know, what if, uh, just take that and roll with it. Tell me whatever you want to tell Okay, so um, marketing, I've learned a lot, especially with ages and all the courses we've been taking. And I know that when I'm marketing to my brides, which are between 25 and 35, they're at the ages where they they kind of want to deal. They want to know a little bit about your business. They want to hear from their friends that it's really good. Like they, they did, they had a friend that came to us and they did, um, they got their rentals from us. And it was awesome. They want to hear that from their friend, then they want to use us. Referral. Yeah, and then you've got from 35 to 60, or maybe 45 to 60, they are straight referrals. They want to hear from a friend, they want to come in. Um, people younger than 25, it's a harder bracket because thinking about having a child at this age and bringing them up and what's happening in the world right now scares me because there's just, I don't see the motivation, I don't see young people coming into my store to buy things they're lazy they're ordering things online like food right now like uber eats and all that stuff they're they want things now quick easy they want to just walk in and grab it whereas like the 25 to 35 bracket they'll wait or they'll search they'll do some research Mm -hmm. um same with uh the 45 to 60 I, i believe it's more word of mouth um but when i'm targeting the brides I usually do like a long monthly promotion like for a newsletter or something or we'll go into a trade show because they want to see the product as well they want to see how well we're doing they want to see how well our past events are whereas the younger Millennials they they just want to go and get it they don't really think yeah. about that yeah they're going on Pinterest so yeah. you as a business owner then when you see that you maybe lose a market share from that younger crowd mm-hmm. um, do you open an online store or do you say, well, I'm going to focus on... I'm going to focus on the other ones because we tried um, an online store when we first opened for party supplies and it wasn't... You know, we got like a couple people buying things and I think it's because we're a local store. I feel like if it was a... If we had stores all across Nova Scotia, that'd be a little different. But I think because we're local, people want to come into our store. Yeah. So yeah, we just kind of closed that off and then um, it's focused on the the older ages and um, what they're looking for basically. Because yeah, yeah. I don't really need 19, 20 year olds coming in. They come in to get the birthday buttons and stuff. I want the brides that are spending 500 to $2,000 and we're doing a really good job with that one client that's gonna recommend or come back and run chairs or something for their anniversary or something. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what I want. So you're very, very rarely dealing with the parent except for the 
fact that they may be opening their wallet. Yeah, basically, like the mother-in-law or the mother of the bride stuff will come in, um, or they'll come to get anniversary stuff, like um, a lot of anniversaries recently. So a lot of the adults between like 35 to 40 are coming in for stuff for their parents. And then we have um, the older generation between 60 and 80 getting stuff for 60th anniversaries because their friends are having anniversaries. So we do deal with a lot of the parents of our brides and clients, um, for sure, definitely. Uh, so here's a question that's probably yeah. a little bit personal, but um, I speak with a lot of people who are involved in succession planning because mm -hmm. the parents are looking to get out of business, mm -hmm. and family businesses are often fraught with all kinds of conflict for lots of different reasons. Yeah. If you were speaking to people that were in family-owned businesses, mm -hmm. what are some of the things, that, what are some of the lessons that you've learned that they should know? I would make sure that they want to go into a family business. Like, don't just do it because their parents want you to do it, because you'll fail. You, if you don't have the passion, you're not going to do it. But I think that's a big one, having yeah. the passion. I don't think anybody should go in business, period, because they're forced <laughs> to be right. forced to be in there, although I'm considered a forced entrepreneur because nobody would hire me. So here's a here's a question that's mm -hmm. probably like piss you off. <laughs> oh um, good. <laughs> so some of us have grown business from from scratch. You know how much we had to hustle and grind. Yes. And sometimes when you roll into a family owned business, mm -hmm. that hustle was done by somebody else. And some people will say if mm -hmm. you didn't do the hustle, you're not gonna have the same I don't know, same ownership or same I understand, yeah. You understand. Yeah, I Take it away, <laughs> take it away. I understand that completely. And it's funny because I, it's because we're still in the growing stage, I am hustling as well. Like there'll be some days where like, I'm super exhausted and I'm like, why do I do this? And then my mom's just like, look, like this is your future. This is what you wanted. And I kind of just take a second, like, yeah, this is why. And then I go work the extra shift or something like, there's times where you kind of just need that refresher because it's like right now we're coming over most like busy season and I'm so tired and, and all the wedding planners and stuff right now we're, we've been talking and we're just we're so exhausted we're burnt out we're ready for November but we've got a couple more weeks and we really need to push it and I just I understand that completely because you see people that just get handed a business and they get to run it well no there's still a lot of work to be had mm -hmm. until I fully accept this business and fully take it on myself and my mom enjoys it and I I don't think she wants to give it to me fully yet because she enjoy like she enjoys it she wants to be part of it yes and I right now don't think I could do it without her so I hustle and I work and I'm like doing everything like I'm gone for like 12 hours a day and get like six hours sleep sometimes if I'm lucky like I'm working and I want people to see that I want people to be like wow she's worked her ass off for that mm -hmm. business she's mm -hmm. still working her ass off like I want that to be seen for sure excellent yeah. love it can you just tell us mm -hmm. your uh, where people can find you whether mm -hmm. you have an online presence which I'm sure you do mm -hmm. just tell them all of that so. so Facebook ultimate party and rental store super easy Instagram is ultimate party store HFX Twitter is ultimate party without an a and we have our website, theultimatepartyandrentalstore.com. Um, Where's your physical location? Oh, physical location. Yeah, you need to come yeah. to us. <laughs> um, 592 Sackville Drive, uh, Lower Sackville, right across from Tom's Restaurant, which has great breakfast. And we're open seven days a week. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you came today. Me too. We'll chat with you again soon. Definitely. 
This is Debbie Adams, and I'll be checking in again real soon. Have a great week. Uh, happy Small Business Week. Who's your daddy?